0: everyone welcome to cozy tuesday or whenever you're listening to this every day is cozy day when you try hard enough or relax hard enough when you stay cozy enough <laughs> exactly i stay cozy every day yeah <laughs> so this week frank forgot to swing by sonic so we had to improvise and we doordashed some rally slushies <laughs> they're like they're like delicious in their own trashy way i mean the fries Fries stay hidden. Oh. oh, yeah. Rally's fries are great. Yeah, Rally's fries are the best, for sure. But um, we both went with watermelon to try something new. That's good. Definitely working out.
1: It's sharp. It's sharp. It's got more of a bite to it. Yeah. But, uh, but it's delicious. Yeah, it's really sweet.
0: Up front, you get that uh, kick of gin. And then afterwards, you get that pure refined sugar.
1: It's like when you get in a fight with somebody, but then you hang out and drink with them afterwards. That's what that sweet feeling is afterwards. (laughs) It's like that handshake after that ass whooping.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, finally finished Spider-Man. Mostly finished it last week, but... Oh, the game? Yeah. And for some reason, I ended up watching Spider-Man 3 on Netflix. I was just scrolling through that. Why poisonous. would you do that to yourself? <laughs> it, I, you know when something's like really bad and you're just like, I got to remind myself why I don't like this?
1: Yeah. You're like, I want to see Tobey Maguire emo mode again. Yeah. Hell yeah. But um, the best thing that that movie did was the uh, turning into symbiont meme about like when your when you're black friend says you're black or whatever. Like, oh, that, that's yeah. like, well, that's like one That's a classic meme. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. With the black suit coming on. Yeah. Yeah, my black friends calls you my nigga or something. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. (laughs) But um, over the course of playing the game and watching the movie, I realized two things that were just completely unreasonable about Spider-Man. Like, they the the most unbelievable shit, right? Like, they they try to prop you up, and they're like, there's this guy, he has spider powers, you know. Suspend your disbelief. That's not the most unreasonable shit. Yeah. So there are two things that I pointed out. First was Spider-Man's friendship with Harry. Uh, fuck. What's his Green Goblin's son father? Uh, Norman Osborn. Harry yeah. Osborn. There Harry we go. Osborn. So the whole thing is like you have this kid whose dad is fucking rich, owns his own company.
1: Those are reversed in the in the comic, right? The the, the father's the Hobgoblins, the sons the Green Goblin. Right? No, no, no. It, it's not okay. Green I Goblin
0: it. is Norman. Okay. Uh, universally, where in Spider Man three they called Harry the New Goblin or something. Yeah. But
1: um, I know in the in the comics it's Hobgoblin and Green Goblin. I just thought the father was actually Hobgoblin and the son was Green Goblin.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Norman's always been the Green Goblin. Okay. But um, so Harry's relationship with Peter and Mary Jane. It doesn't make sense to me. Why the fuck do you have the richest kid in the city going to public school?
1: Okay. What? Yeah. Like, that, that doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. That doesn't happen. That just
0: doesn't happen. Period. Yeah, he's in like, a
1: private school for sure, a real ritzy one too. Exactly. They got vests and everything. (laughs) No question.
0: Cardigans are part of the uniform.
1: 100%. For sure. Boat shoes all day.
0: Boat shoes. Remember when boat shoes were a thing? Yeah. That whole like period of a year where everybody had boat shoes and they were like, oh yeah, you're supposed to wear them without socks. I was like, y'all just walking around here with musty leather. Just fucking,
1: just sweating your feet off and then fucking shoes, huh? Okay.
0: Those fucking moist ass moccasins. No
1: socks and skinny jeans and shit.
0: Yeah, eventually people started buying those super low cutoff socks, and it's just like, just buy real shoes.
1: The no shows, the girl socks, man.
0: Yeah, the, again. Just fucking wear flip flops, you know? Hell yeah. Get proper aeration, nice airflow. No fucking flip flops. <laughs> but um, the other thing was how, like, kind of the subplot of Spider Man is always that he's poor. Yeah. And it's like, this kid creates Nobel Peace Prize, like, revolutionary technology every other week to beat some villain and you're telling me that he can't pay rent
1: he's not very resourceful with his abilities
0: it, that is it doesn't make sense it doesn't you know make sense.
1: like he's not good at making money out of his great creations you know some people geniuses not good with the money market
0: my guy was able to create web shooters that could carry human weight right R- carry human weight, but
1: he can also rip them away like nothing. Yeah, it's incredible.
0: We're just gonna pretend like that isn't a thing. It's incredible.
1: Like, just casually, just go and build in building. No big deal. Rip, <laughs> shoot, rip, just shoot, rip, shoot.
0: Every week, new gadget, no problem. Rent can't figure out how to do that.
1: Can't figure out how to do that though.
0: Like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't fucking make sense. Eventually, in the comics, they did give Peter Parker his own like company, and it was like, yeah, this makes fucking sense. He's he grew kind up
1: of one of the when they have like a plot twist and you're like should have been this way the whole time
0: huh Yeah he grew yeah. up a genius His best friend is the richest kid in the city His dad has a boner for science And
1: you're telling me this kid can't find an investor for any of his items?
0: You're telling me this kid couldn't get a job You're telling me that the like what the reason Peter Parker didn't get a job in Oscorp is because Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin Fuck that That makes sense to me
1: And he was and he, they were cool Exactly He didn't know he was fucking Spider-Man
0: yeah it there's so many spider-man continuities i can't remember which ones norman osborne knows and doesn't which it doesn't fucking matter really oh i mean he
1: wouldn't have at first is the whole thing you know right right so he would have ended up with a job and maybe lost it but yeah he should have had a job with that that's silly like he's overqualified for, for a job at, at that place Yeah, just... right? and he has all the connections nepotism is always a thing at least to a certain degree
0: exactly it's just like a dumb subplot that they threw in there, and it's like, why? This isn't believable. Like, it makes you don't got to be
1: broke. There's no reason for him to have to be broke. He's just more relatable with more people because you're trying to sell comic books. But
0: it makes sense when he's like a teenager, and it's just like, yeah, kind of struggling, but you know, distraught over his uncle Ben's life. It's it's understandable that a teenager wouldn't be thinking about money; would be too busy fighting crime and whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because he's 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 dealing with his own complexes that are developed from the loss of you know a loved one. It makes sense,
0: but what, he grows up the best job he can find, taking pictures selfies. Taking
1: pictures of Spider Man.
0: <laughs> that's the best that's the best thing you can come up with? I call shenanigans. Yeah. That's fucking poppycock.
1: The fucking another good set of memes to come from Spider Man are the taking pictures of Spider Man memes and the angry fucking boss guy.
0: Oh yeah. Fuck and yeah. J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Perfect um just perfect character Fuck for yeah. like that role.
1: I love that character. Just period. Like the, the angry, the, the guy that's always like on his shit. Like I need pictures of Spider Man. What I like, love, it's just it, it's just a ridiculous ass fucking character. What I love
0: about the game is that they have him uh, in a podcast, so it's no longer the news. They like update it, and it's like that makes sense. I dig that. Yeah. I mean, the J. Jonah Jameson podcast, where he just rants about Spider Man, and they have like this whole oh, Russian Limbaugh vibe. Oh man, and so. you could
1: you could totally do something with that. You could have like a fucking thing where you're running from people, and that shit's playing in the background. It would have a nice taste to it. You know what I mean? So kind of like they did. You 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 play the Devil May Cry games? Uh, yeah, I played um four. I don't remember which one it was, three. but but there's a fucking uh, Devil May Cry game. Where one of the bosses is like this propaganda ridiculous fucking news guy. Oh, that's
0: the um, DMC that I played. The yeah, yeah. Time. That
1: wasn't that boss fight fucking insane. I was saying uh, something like that because it's like it's like playing on. it's like playing his fucking shit in the background while you're fighting through the thing before you like fight him and shit. That's kind of like what I was thinking of with that. But
0: yeah, I can dig it. Um, yeah, I, the funniest part is like I was playing the game and I'm swinging through the city and I just bought the like you can unlock. One of the skill trees, like, there's a thing you can buy where uh, you can do, like, flips and shit while you're web swinging. No doubt, yeah. And I was trying it out, and J. Jonah Jameson's on the screen. And he's like, Spider-Man, treats this city like it's his playground. <laughs> Literally, as I start doing front flips, and I'm just like, yeah, buddy. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> and just perfect timing. That's fucking tasteful. Yeah, so, in Ohio news, Oh ramen noodle hair bitch. She's back at it. Back again. <laughs> like a bad Eminem track. Um, There's a lot of those. So she decided to show up to OU. And uh, them niggas in Athens don't play. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-mm. Like, Ra- having Ramen Noodle came four deep. All of OU came out. It was just like, nah. We ain't fucking with this. That's crazy. And um, the, one of the videos that came out of it was this girl... Uh Taryn Shea or Taryn Holloman, I think is her name Somewhat on Twitter I am. Um, roasting the shit out of the black dude that uh, Robin Noodle had with her,, yeah. and Twitter being Twitter found the guy's at, so I scrolled through his timeline. he Twitter will always find you. oh, Twitter will always find you. Um, so he's a local guy to us, apparently. he does a like radio show for a local uh station. Um, and he, he's kind of a meme. Oh, he's not kind
1: of a meme. He is. Oh, he's a fucking meme. The white face. Oh my God.
0: You know the, you know the video. uh, He's one of of those
1: fucking, um, the, uh, black redneck people that wear like fucking tight jeans and cowboy hats and shit and have really weird, like self-contradicting opinions about certain things and shit.
0: Yeah. He's definitely one of those people. Um, but you know the Don Cheadle plays Captain Planet thing? Have you ever seen that? Oh, movie? fuck yeah, I have. Yeah, That's what
1: he looked like to me. It was me. like one of those. It was like College Humor or something like that. Yeah. One of those videos. First all, Really funny movie, uh, video.
0: You know how much fucking dedication it takes for a guy that dark to white himself out? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of dedication.
1: It'd be difficult.
0: That is multiple layers just, of foundation.
1: Just just for a fucking... Just for a... Yeah, because seriously, like, it's going to bleed through for a <laughs> while, bro. Fucking. <laughs> it's like, you're going to have to cake that shit on hard. Like... You know that shit was flaking by the end of the night. Oh, yeah, for sure it was. It had to be. Yeah, yeah, but just for a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. Come, on. Come on, bro. But
0: uh yeah, during the video this chick uh so she gained a lot of followers from this, like 10,000 in one night.
1: The chick that went off on this, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was interesting cuz everybody was propping her up for what she was saying and like when you watch the video she only makes one good point about like a uh, Black people being disproportionately incarcerated, whereas her other points are mostly just, like, roasting the guy. She, like, asks him where his mama is. She was like, let me see your hairline. She just cooks him, and I'm dying the whole time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Those Those are actually the better parts of the video, too. Oh, definitely the better parts. But, um, I always find those interactions interesting. um, (laughs) Because like they obviously aren't really fruitful but they're entertaining yeah but they often operate off of a bunch of weird logical fallacies so like she kind of like race checks him like she first starts off by asking him how much he's being paid to be the token black guy and that's funny goes into um like you know it doesn't make sense for you to be here unless you're like financially motivated so what's the deal which you know i can agree with that thought Uh, But apparently that isn't the case with him But Not surprised um,
1: His opinions are with where he was at You can tell by just taking a Graze at his fucking uh, gaze Fucking talk (laughs) At his uh, Twitter
0: Yeah but I kind of wanted to like dive into some of the shits he said Um, Just like In a weird way she was kind of like Gatekeeping the concept of being black Which like there is this whole thing of like acting black right which i think people poorly do do a very bad job of um actually communicating and i think what they mean to get across is like your actions seem like a direct um rejection of your heritage like this guy calls himself the black redneck and like there's photos of him with the Confederate flag and stuff and it's just like that doesn't really like make sense bro um oh yeah you know, the, it's not about hate. It's about heritage. And it's like nigga, whose heritage? <laughs> not yours. Not your heritage. <laughs> your dark Have you have you have you drawn back your heritage to see where your relatives were during this time? <laughs> uh? which people's clinging to the Confederate flag doesn't make sense to me, <sighs> because why would you fly the flag of the losers? That's
1: the that's the weird thing. Is like it's like. It's not so much as, like, whether or not this is more or less offensive. It's that, why do you feel the need to fucking raise this flag? You know what I mean? It's like a silly flag. It's a silly thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's, like, as bad as it's made out to be in certain ways. Um, like, sure. it, isn't, it certainly isn't, like, great. But, like, it's just, what's the need for it?
0: Right. What's it's, the need to fucking, like, respect it? You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's like if a German was flying the Nazi flag, I was like, "Oh no, I don't, I don't hate Jews." It's just like you know, this is just my great grandfather's flag or whatever. It's no. like it doesn't really well, logically line up. Yeah,
1: well, the Nazi flag's a lot worse. Right, than it's the more divisive flag because like so, the, the Civil War is more complicated right. than than the the, the World Holocaust War II. is yeah. like.
0: Comparing the Confederate flag to the, like, Nazi flag is not a one-for-one comparison. Yeah. But it was just, like, the best allegory. Because, like, sla- all
1: slavery at the time, clearly egregious, was, like, more complicated than that because the business, there was no replacement for it. So, it, it, it would stop a lot of the things that were going on and everything. And, like, it, it, as soon as you, like, abolish it, it shuts down a lot of what was going on in the South, so. Right. It Obviously, like, slavery is a fucking horrible thing. But, like, it wasn't that, it wasn't as simple as we're killing all the fucking Jews. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think what bothers me about, about more about these things is, like, it's less people flying the flag and more the disingenuous nature of it. It's yeah. like, oh, the Confederacy didn't stand for slavery. It's just like, dude, just acknowledge that the Confederacy stands for slavery. It stood for, but
1: it, it stood for slavery, but, like, like, not all of its motivations are, fuck black people. It's right. like, well, you're shutting down our businesses and shit like that, you right. know? But, it's like
0: you can go hey there is a positive aspect of my heritage associated with this Yeah. but you can't just ignore the negative aspect and a lot of people only acknowledge the positive part for sure um but yeah i, I found that whole interaction just funny as fuck uh, because she's cooking the guy he's trying to like argue with her at one point um she asked like let me see her shape up and he like mishears her saying shea butter shea butter is what makes me black and that spirals it was just like a huge cacophony oh of man that's weird miscommunication that, yeah the
1: shea butter thing probably caused a whole embarrassing exchange for him yeah yeah again
0: but um i don't know i so living in this area of ohio i get how someone could like fall in line with the whole black redneck thing like i get it i've known people who have been, like, very similar thinking to him. Yeah. um, And I feel like it's very hard to logically adhere to that without just, like, willfully being ignorant of things. And it's 100%. like... percent It's like, you know, black cowboys, sure. Live your best life. Like, black people wear cowboys. It's a fucking job title, not, like, a, you know... It, it's like when people fucking have the... Wear the Indian headdresses, right? And people are just like, well black people wear cowboy costumes like there's a difference between a job and like something heavily rooted in culture like one of these things was multicultural and just a byproduct of necessity and the other one was like a ceremonial thing yeah um but i don't it like i i checked out some of his shit and like you know he's very much the token black friend of conservatives which I feel bad for those guys because I feel like doing that is mostly just a cry for acceptance like I don't know where come from
1: he, like a generally like conservative area and shit like that and right so like
0: I don't know where he grew up in Dayton you know. and depending on where you grew up in Dayton so Dayton as a city is very segregated um, there are parts of Dayton that are like good 80 plus percent black and there are parts of Dayton that are like 97 percent white like you can stay in certain areas of data and just not interact with a race, so if he grew up in one of those areas, it makes sense to hold these beliefs um but i don't I don't understand it what I'm getting is at is like I understand being a conservative black man, but I don't understand taking it to that degree where. Every action you do seems like a deliberate rejection of your like cultural heritage, right? And it's like, sure, you can argue that black people, as portrayed in the media, have been very terrible. And when someone thinks of black culture, they may have like the most negative stereotypes pop up. Yeah. But you don't have to necessarily, you can be proud to be black while also rebuking negative stereotypes. And you don't have to, like, active, like go to the other end of the spectrum and, like, do everything you can to go, like, I'm not, like, those niggers. I'm one of the good ones. Which. The
1: old Samuel L. Jackson off of Django Unchained and shit.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, it gives those vibes off, regardless of where it actually comes from, you know? It's like the whole uncle. It's I mean, the term that people would use for this guy is Uncle Tom. Um yeah, the, that
1: term is actually a pretty fucked up, fucking term to use. Though, if you're familiar with Uncle Tom's Cabin, it's a, a book about a black slave owner. Is um, it? So yeah. I I knew the the, term. the book's called uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and uh, it's uh, a black dude that owns slaves. Interesting. That's generally what it's about. <laughs> I'm not. I've never. I haven't read it. I don't know a ton about more about it, but I know it's the way that it's used is pretty fucking aggressive for the implications.
0: Yeah, it's basically calling you a race trader. Um but calling you a race trader by by comparing
1: you to a black slave owner <laughs> which is like fucking that's fucking egregious you know what i
0: mean i don't know kind of egregious i would i wouldn't say it's egregious but i would say it's aggressive i i can get behind that egregious is i wouldn't say it like if you have a situation where there's no other um it's like an easy term to use for Being a race trader without using the term race trader, it's just like a synonym to me. And like, well, yeah, the way we talk about language sometimes that
1: something means what you make it out to mean. But the root of the word is to call you like a black slave owner, you know what I mean? Which is very aggressive for how it's generally used. Yeah. um, But that's not even like what it's accepted to mean. So I think it's fine.
0: Mm. Yeah it's definitely not accepted Like meaning. cause the majority of people don't even know That that's what that's about so it doesn't really fucking matter Yeah most people just see it as like The Uncle Ruckus archetype right Just like the black guy who's like a Just a self loving black guy Wants to do everything he can to Step apart from um, Like you laughing about something
1: the fucking Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> I've got the reverse of what Michael Jackson had
0: said he's fucking white because he has the reverse version of what Michael Jackson had right um but what I wanted to get into was just make a quick note the so uh there's this twitter account i fo- follow alia girl or something and she like basically does a bunch of census questions and she asked the question like what is a term for um let me just pull up the tweet here uh the tweet is of course you think that you're x y people agree with me actually i'm not x i'm y then you're a traitor to your kind that doesn't count you count slash you aren't y enough is there a term for this Kind of uh, conversational fallacy, which is more or less what we saw in that con- interaction between uh, the black redneck I- Yole, I think his name is—I don't remember the last name. It's fine. Um, Yole and um, taren right? Just these, this constant trend of uh, shifting goalposts in a conversation to enact, you know, tribalism and like go. You are technically relatable to me but I'm doing everything I can to make you not, right? Just dehumanizing someone. um,
1: Separating yourselves from them, yeah.
0: Right. And in the replies, people brought up the concept of uh, no true Scotsman, which the definition I found on Wikipedia uh, was an informal fallacy in which one attempts to protect her a universal generalization from counterexamples by challenging the definition in an ad hoc fashion to exclude the counterexample. Rather than denying the counterexample or rejecting the original claim, the fallacy modifies the subject of the assertion to include or exclude the specific in specific case or... Uh, Jesus Christ, I suck at reading, apparently. You don't
1: suck at reading. I think the person that de- developed this... Was overly wordy with it to be more precise, and some you, you need to ride a balance on uh, making something
0: digestible
1: and being precise. You know well, what I mean? It's more
0: that I have trouble focusing, so
1: it's hard to keep hard focusing when a when a sentence is continually using words you don't use that often. Well, where you like, have to keep like your brain keeps rewiring it over and over it's again. It's
0: not that. It's like when you're reading out loud, there's inflections based on like. Punctuation, etc. Yeah, and uh, in part, like when you're reading, you're absorbing the whole sentence while also trying to get each word. Yeah, and my brain has the tendency to like skim through sentences very quickly and just Absolutely. capture parts of it and then extrapolate what the sentence was saying from there. So actually, forcing myself to like read word by word is just not something I do very 100%. often. Yeah, uh, except when I have to read out loud. But basically, you get the idea. It's just like. You know she's like, "Who are you? Are you black?" And he's like, "Yes, I'm black. I'm darker than you. Are you black?" And she's like i'm she says she's biracial, which that's a whole other conversation. Um,
1: I think he was genuinely asking that actually because she was extremely light complected to the point where you could possibly get confused about it.
0: You could argue that she looks hispanic i think or, I think it, I gay. thought it was
1: it was clear that she was biracial, um but I could see where someone would get confused about it.
0: Sure. Um
1: that was my genuine opinion about that uh, that uh interaction that they had but
0: but yeah there's like a go- bunch of going back and forth and kind of like going like I'm black and you're not black and then like no bad. I'm black are you black and it was just a whole clusterfuck right which I think is fairly common within the black community there's like a a draw to be labeled a real nigga and The confines of that are so arbitrarily defined. It's also uh,
1: super common in politics. I'll get into that when you're done.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, And I find the whole conversation around policing race uh, pointless and stupid, right? Like, if you're black, if you are born black, you're a black person. You may not culturally like identify with things that are commonly black which is like you, when someone says are you black that's usually what they or like you're not black that's usually what they're saying like yeah. you aren't someone who reflects black culture um and it's just an overall reductive conversation it doesn't really get anywhere it's like this guy does try so hard to like rebuke Racism as a concept. One of his tweets was like, the only people who tweet or talk about racism are people who uh, benefit from it still existing, like racism doesn't exist. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, to believe...
1: You can't genuinely think that it doesn't exist,
0: that's silly. You have to be trying very hard to not acknowledge that racism exists in some form in today's society. It's not overt, but like actively, like, not acknowledging it doesn't solve any problems and it's like yeah you as like the black guy with mostly white friends may not have like these negative interactions and like you know you may drive around in your truck and have all of your like republican bumper stickers or whatever and like may have positive interactions with the cops based on those or whatever um but that doesn't mean this isn't a phenomenon that affects other people and like ignoring it like racism may not be as much of a factor in your life but uh it's definitely a factor. And, like, I don't even know how you, like, live in Dayton and not acknowledge racism it's, exists. It's a weird thing to fucking, like... We had the fucking clan in our city last year. It's true. We've, I've been in um, Middletown, and I've seen a guy walk around shirtless with a swastika tattooed on his uh, chest. Uh, I've been in Vandalia and saw a dude selling, like, Nazi memorabilia at a biker show. Um, like, to not... There have literally been, like articles written about areas of where we live being like very racist so it's like to not acknowledge that that's a thing requires a lot of like willful ignorance and just shoving your head in mental acrobats hands. yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it's just like this is a thing that exists you're you're trying too hard and like i don't understand the general republican push to just ignore not acknowledge that racism exists when like most of the conversations are just like hey Because you just acknowledge that it exists and it's, like, fucked up that it exists and, like, not, like, (laughs) you know. Seems like a pretty ridiculous thing to deny. Can't be like, I'm going to conscientious... Just (laughs) Just because it's better
1: than it used to be doesn't mean it doesn't exist, like, like
0: you can't... I don't... (sighs) I don't understand how people think, like, the civil rights movement happened and then they think it was, like, 300 years ago and then... Like, racism just stopped happening. There are all kinds of people that were alive when that happened. It's like, we have fucking... Still. We have, <laughs> They're still here. <laughs> like fucking. People follow ideologies that are literally thousands of years old. How do you think that racism is, like, the one thing that just stopped existing? I, fucking you, Indians you and... Have,
1: you have way too much faith in
0: humanity if you think that it takes one generation to completely kill something that was that great in society. Exactly. Like, Indians and Palestinians are still beefing over shit that happened forever ago. And it's like... These things just don't over the night die out. But um, you were going to say something about uh, Um, tribalism in politics.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, This uh, the same phenomenon that we're speaking on is uh, probably the number one factor that keeps our uh, two party system so aggressively polarized. Because anytime a uh, politician holds a value true to themselves that doesn't relate to their fucking um, political party. They're shouted out as not a member of the political party. Um, they're not accepted. They don't get any funding. Um, they don't get the votes from the people that actually vote in the primaries, which are generally speaking the really polar right and left. Yeah. I so w- it keeps all of the represented members of each party very one side or the other for the most part. There are some exceptions.
0: Yeah, and I would say this is more of a problem on the left than it is the right, like, I think. Mm, like- it's a party. It's a problem on both
1: for sure. Like, um, I'm not the, saying it's not a problem on the right no. At least from what yeah. I've
0: seen, it's more of a problem amongst liberals to uh, I think otherism. I think it's close to the
1: same. Um, I think that liberals are just generally louder about things like that.
0: I could see that. But,
1: like, there's the term rhino that's used very casually. It's Republican in name only. If you have any fucking opinion about anything, you're immediately cast out. I mean, um, yeah, fucking... What was his name the guy that ran for president against Obama and got shit, shit on, uh, voted to impeach Trump and just completely fucking disowned by the party? Um, oh Gore, no Gore was Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Okay. okay, forgot that um, he existed. Yeah, f- fair enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's just that dude that got waxed by Obama the second, <laughs> in the second in his second election. Is all he is. But
0: yeah. So um, mm. I wanted to touch on another thing about ramen noodle, bitch. Uh, so she plans on coming back to, oh, she stated that she's going to have a bunch of like, like post-functioning open carry rally, which is like the most insecure shit ever. Just like, I got shouted off of this college campus. Let me fucking show up. I'm coming back what? with
1: my friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Me and my niggas is going to be strapped. It's fucking pathetic. Right. But, uh, I wanted to comment on how, so we talked about her in a previous episode and I made the point that. She's really bad at arguing her viewpoints, and she usually just either sidesteps things, reasks questions, or is intentionally obtuse. Like at one point, uh, she's asking someone, um, someone's yelling at some white kids are yelling at her about the black experience or something, and she's like, "I'm a woman of color," and they fucking lose their shit, right? And I died laughing. I fucking died it's laughing. It's a pretty fucking funny thing to say, to be honest. It's fucking like, hilarious. There's Like,
1: like she's just being an idiot to be an idiot. Exactly. Um, like you just said. Again.
0: It's like, she isn't making a point. She isn't doing anything, but just intentionally trying to piss people off, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's like, I kind of wish people would stop giving her attention when she shows up. Because that's, that's how her career is perpetuated. Like, you could say, oh. yes, us talking about it on this podcast, perpetuating her career... Definitely a thing. Um, Fair. Yeah, I mean, you know. Guilty. Definitely a thing. But when, like, a bunch of people show up and there's, like, a million videos of people, like, fucking screaming at her and uh, all this other shit, right?
1: And that's the thing you do when you fucking do things like shout someone off a fucking campus is you give... Vi- you, ma- you let videos be made of them being treated awfully and, like, garner sympathy towards right. something. And, like, really, I think it's kind of shitty, like, to fucking throw shit at someone and fucking yell at them and try to chase them off campus because they have fucking awful opinions, which she does. But
0: What you're functionally doing is like you're kind of making them a martyr.
1: Yeah, 100%. uh, That's what I'm saying. They have a a fucking camera on themselves and then suddenly there's videos of them being treated like shit when really you don't really want them in the fucking limelight for anything because their opinions are bad. Not well funded. Only famous for doing something brash one time. You know?
0: Ramen noodle bitch challenge. When she shows up, to your campus or whatever Just ignore She tries to talk to you Pretend that you don't speak English
1: Pretend that you don't speak English Yes What if everybody pretended like they didn't speak English you Just straight up No
0: quiero inglés Just doesn't matter what you <laughs>
1: fucking look like you Just fucking Yeah Did you say yo Did you say yo quiero inglés? <laughs>
0: Potentially using bad status. Hell,
1: fucking yeah! Just but, uh, straight up the Taco Bell dog. Exactly. One of the best fucking like strings of commercials ever.
0: Just you know, don't fucking engage in her bullshit or like ask her for directions somewhere. Just be like, hey, I'm trying to get to this place, you know, and just just fucking ignore her. Could
1: you shoot me some directions of this place?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I'm trying to get here. Can you teach me how? Just mm-hmm. completely ignore any of her assur- assertions about politics because it's like every video is just her asking a question acting flabbergasted when someone has an opposing viewpoint and then like uh, going like you don't believe the same thing as me
1: no one should like her like if it doesn't matter what viewpoints you have if you're pro-gun pro-open-carry pro whatever like you don't want someone with that isn't able to argue considerably for something you believe in making it look like everybody that believes in what you believe in is stupid you yeah, know what I mean getting, like so no no one no one should be a fan of this shake. like her getting
0: <laughs> dunked on emboldens the so much for the tolerant left people which for the record who the fuck said the left was tolerant that seems um
1: th- th- some people was yeah, some people do. yeah that's that's a thing that's a thing every At time least I've heard that I'm just yeah.
0: like well since when like no yeah. this just seems like a fallacy that people perpetuate or like try and use to gaslight um progressives I the weird progressive conservative, like, terminology thing is obnoxious. But liberals, I guess. And yeah. to, uh...
1: You can use whatever words commonly used for and everybody knows your term. About. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the word originally meant. It means what it means.
0: Right. Um, it's a term that people use to, like, try and gaslight them into forcibly being accepted <laughs> of, uh... Fairly, like, shitty or radical ideas. Yeah. Um... But... I don't know. I I really wish people would ignore this wrong little bitch. It gives us something to talk about, I guess. But, um she's a fucking joke and i wish she had the capability to um actually communicate her points clearly but she i don't think she's smart enough and she is smart enough to emulate how tommy lauren gained success which was just saying things that piss people off in an obtuse way and just doing shit that pisses people off Especially Black Twitter, because Black Twitter is the like, best marketing agency in the world.
1: At least Tommy Lauren's like, she can form some sort of argument for what she's trying to say. Like, she's not like this chick, It's like she doesn't even. She can't even fucking form a sentence in the right direction. It's crazy.
0: I've heard Tommy Lauren's actually a reasonable person. I know Charlemagne the Gods like talked to her and shit.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, it generally seems like what she's doing is somewhat of an act and just capitalizing on people's ignorance. Yeah. Um. Which you know, not a shocker to me. I think that.
1: Um, I don't I, hate it.
0: Uh, I hate it, but
1: I. <laughs> I mean, I accept. I accept fucking certain things about society that are just gonna be the way they are. So it's, a hate,
0: it's one of those things. Hate the don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly, and it's like here's the game that we're playing. Where if you want to have a successful career in these sort of lanes, then you have to draw a lot of attention to yourself. In the like, not only the easiest way to do it, but also the, like the most. Um, recreatable, f- repeatable yeah. way of doing it is just pissing people off. It's like people are going to constantly get pissed off. And it, like, you can just do the same act over and over Ben again. Shapiro
1: destroys college student on abortion. You want to talk about Ben Shapiro? <laughs> I just felt like saying it. <laughs> we can We can talk about it if you want, but mean,
0: Everybody says Ben Shapiro is a really good um, arguer, or whatever, debater.
1: He is. Um, Generally, he is. I think oh,
0: yeah. the videos are very misleading. I, I
1: think you, a, a lot. Well, a lot of the videos are of just him talking to people that have less developed opinions about the, the things that he has about. Right. So, and he's a smart guy who's who has sharp responses. So it's, it can be hard to argue with.
0: So there's a video of him like being interviewed by like a British news station. The guy just fucking destroys him. Right. And while I was watching it. It was very clear that Ben Shapiro is not used to not being the point of authority in these discussions, right? When you see these videos of, like, Ben Shapiro destroys X, Y, and Z, it's usually... I just
1: always think it's funny that they're labeled like that. Oh, yeah. makes me think of Tom McDonald.
0: Oh, the the fucking white boy rapper? rapper Yeah, because, like, all
1: his videos have those, like, those taglines and shit.
0: White rapper speaks the truth about racism. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Fucking hate that guy, obviously. Oh, that guy's fucking obnoxious. But Ben Shapiro... um, the videos you usually see are him at a panel that he's putting on. So he's like already in a point of authority, right? He's,
1: spe- he's like speaking at a college and he's, right. he's doing a Q&A at so, the end, yeah.
0: He, going into these situations, he knows I'm dealing with people who are functionally less educated than me, right? Yeah. He already knows the talking points they're going to bring up. <laughs> Uh, So he gets to pre-prepare his responses to a degree. Yeah.
1: Um, Well, he's also talked about these things for a really long time, so
0: he's already responded to all
1: the questions he's going to get.
0: Exactly. He has a script that he can basically follow. Yeah. And he knows that these people are coming at him from a place of emotion, and once they... Once somebody's like arguing with you from a place of emotion, it's usually pretty easy to dismantle them. Or at least clown them by just like finding ways to trigger them, right? Uh... And that's why Ben Shapiro looks like a great, you know, really great debater. But when you see someone on his level, he kind of just like awkwardly crumbles.
1: I haven't seen that video. Generally speaking, he seems reasonably sharp. Like a good, he's good at arguing his points and everything. He makes he makes some interesting claims about some things, but
0: like rap isn't real music.
1: <laughs> I don't remember him saying that. He said but that. he made a <laughs> video funny. about how
0: rap isn't <clears throat> actually music, based on the idea that uh, music. Uh, consists of melody, harmony, rhythm, and... Um, I can't remember the last one. The classical definition of music, right? It's, the
1: classical definition of music's irrelevant because terms mean what we use them as and people listen to fucking rap in their headphones and fucking go places while they're listening to rap and shit. Rap's music, it's stupid to say it isn't.
0: Right. And... Uh, he does like the generic appeal to authority. My father was a classical music teacher and blah, blah, blah. And you can say rap is rhythmic talking. And it's literally just a pointless video meant to piss people off. Right. Um,
1: it's a cheesy way <clears throat> of developing an opinion.
0: Right. It's, it's literally just going like, here's this genre of music and I'm going to try and delegitimize it through arbitrary means. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. But what is funny is when people saw his sister, they got mad. Ooh,
1: horny. Yes.
0: They got mad horny. That was a weird moment where people were just like,
1: "Wait a second, Ben Shapiro. <clears throat> if I marry sister's got some fat ass titties." <laughs> people
0: were like, "Damn, I just realized that if I married Ben Shapiro's sister, Ben Shapiro would be my brother-in-law."
1: Dude, you know how funny it would be to argue with him at the fucking Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs>
0: just show up with black people like what are you talking about and she was like 5'11 the fuck is he gonna say
1: well no you just he would he would he would still argue about shit it'd just be really funny
0: <laughs> people really shut the fuck up when they're scared
1: yeah for sure well I mean if you're threatening him then fucking I'm sure I'm not saying
0: I would threaten him I'm just saying he would find himself on the set of Shaka Zulu <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> Lords.
0: That's, that's all I'm saying you know Ben Shapiro co-stars in Blacked <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ lord! <laughs> yeah he I I hate that uh, we've hit a point where we can't have genuine conversations about uh, opposing viewpoints because it doesn't really benefit the doesn't benefit humanity as a whole. It like benefits people on a personal financial level. Right. Um It's fucking ridiculous and obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. Did I say about uh, the the shitted on herself part of ramen noodle hair bitch? Shitted on herself. <clears throat> There's a rumor that she shit on herself at a Kent State party. Okay, um, I've done that before. <laughs>
1: I'll tell the, I'll tell the I'll tell the story.
0: Are we saving this for Patreon? Um, Patreon.com backslash Cozy Gang.
1: Yeah, I'll tell that on the Patreon episode.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I have a photo here. So, the story goes that she got really fucking drunk at a Kent State party and uh, blacked out. And she should have did, did did. Dedited on herself um it's fucking obnoxious that i have this photo in my phone somewhere and every time i'm scrolling through my photos this photo pops up but the second i'm trying to find it I'm just nowhere to be found Romani, are, you in, are you in screenshots i am in my photos if you go
1: to screenshots it's easier to find things like that true true
0: what's also funny is that uh I deleted a bunch of photos off my phone to conserve some space, but ramen noodle hair bitch shitting on herself. That that Sir. makes that makes the highlight real. <laughs> to the point, fucking where you got to keep it, yeah. That one, that one stayed on by accident. I think it's fine. But yeah, I'll I'll fucking find it. Um, I'm sure you could Google it a lot quicker than you could find it on your phone. I could, I could maybe, um, but whatever, whatever, fuck. So, um, I was in a discussion on Twitter, or was privy to a discussion, where someone tweeted out that, um, there were two tweets that kind of got me thinking. One was that men only want sons so that they can pass their toxic masculinity down to them, right? And the second one... (laughs) You just said yes, snapping off the yes. Hell
1: yeah. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Um... And the other one was a discussion about how men are less sexually attracted to women when they're sick. And the concept of till death do us part uh, is only a thing in words and not like an actual thing that's enacted. uh, Because like men see women as mostly just incubators for children. Which this kind of got me thinking about... um, got me thinking about <laughs> things that, like, habits that humanity developed due to just needing to based on evolution, based on how they're looking now that, like, our brain has evolved past the point of just operating at that level. Yeah. So when I see, like, the toxic masculinity thing, I was just like, but that makes sense, right? Because, like, throughout history, the or for through any animal, who gets to procreate? The big, biggest, strongest, most aggressive males, right? The Kyles. The bros. Um, I just sent you the photo of her shitting, shitted it on herself. I yes, fucking get it. Uh, there's no con- confirmation that this is her. Because it's just like some passed out white girl. But, you know, I like to think that it is. <laughs> That's a lot of shit, by the way. Yo. That is that is a lot of shit. How you gonna... No.
1: Guys... Yo, that's really a lot of shit. That's a whole lot of shit. That is. Is that for real? How, this guy, this son, I don't know if that's her. There's no way I'm not believing that's her, though, for all. Yeah, honest. there's no reason to Let's not be real. To. I have no reason to believe that somebody just fucking posted that shit, although somebody would totally. Somebody would totally. Someone would totally post a pick of a, a, a pic of a random chick like that. It's
0: definitely a thing somebody would lie about and everyone would go behind go for it because mm. they don't like her. Like us, right but now. But that's
1: here's the thing is like if somebody did lie about it, that picture is fucking spread already before yep. that but, all right. So if it was like somebody else, a lot of people know who's in that picture because that right there is fucking crazy. Everybody at that party knows who's really in that picture. Somebody would have come out. We ain't heard about it. I'm saying it's
0: her. It's gotta be. Gotta um, be her. Ramen noodle shitted it on herself. She shed on herself. Confirmed. Anyway, um what I was getting at is that for most animals to procreate and evolve, um, there is a strong pull towards alpha males as a concept. Yeah, and it's the
1: it's the, the person that can... The protector, you know, because you, you uh, naturally have a tendency to go after mates that will... As a female, that will protect your fucking uh, offspring.
0: Exactly. And a lot of the things that we attribute as toxic masculinity are traits that would have been evolutionarily favorable right Uh being more aggressive uh just I don't have the memory to list off everything but just like everything we'd associate right yeah I think it's generally just, generally known you don't have to explain it right the whole concept of an alpha male yeah. and the comment about like men not caring about women when they're sick it's just like yeah that seems like another thing that would have been developed evolutionarily is just like if you're the alpha male you don't want to fuck a woman who can't have kids um, and of course like we're at a point in society where instincts don't completely drive our interactions and how we function uh, due to the like actually having higher brain function at this point but it's clear that you know there's still evol- there are behavioral tendencies that exist within us that are solely rooted in, Progressing humanity. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to see how those things haven't bred out, but racism doesn't exist. Of course.
1: (laughs) Racism doesn't exist. It doesn't. But, you know. But you're more attractive than a woman with a fat ass because she'll keep the children warm.
0: You know? There's. (laughs) You know, racism totally doesn't exist, but. You're out here looking for the six foot five dude. It's all just like a lot of human attraction is just based solely off of traits that would have um, based off problem insect, yeah. yeah, it's it's all the same shit. It's funny., uh, but I just found those conversations interesting because it I watching people lose sight of where things came from and only addressing the. Uh, how things are manifested, uh, right? Like people are just like, "Oh, you should stop doing X, Y, and Z because that's toxic masculinity," and then seeing like where, like, why that developed, uh, and how it's how to some degree some of these traits are still beneficial, yeah, um, within society, and to a degree how like. These traits are still perpetuated uh, by both men and women. Yeah. Well, a lot speaking. of these traits are still attractive to women. Um,
1: so then you go through, um, you go through your youth, you know, trying to find you know people to get with or whatever, and you see what works and what doesn't. So you kind of develop your personality in that way.
0: Do you think humanity stopped evolving? No. Interesting. Why? I think
1: we're rapidly evolving because we have more access to everything.
0: Really. Yeah. But evolution is a process that's perpetuated by, um, like, breeding and evolving to, like, adapting to your environment, which humanity no longer has to do, right? Okay. So, like, think of skin color. Melanin is a direct representation of um, how close to the equator you are. Yeah. Uh, but we adapting have... Adapting to be able to handle the weather conditions, right, of course. Right, but we have houses. We have shelter. We don't yeah. need to adapt to do that, right? That's right. Um, we discussed how alpha males would generally be the ones who would breed. Now there's, like, the concept of love and basically anyone can have kids, right? That functionally halts the idea of, like, progression. Like, normally there's traits that are evolved, right? If, they, if they're if a bunch of birds and there's a male bird who has a short beak and one that has a long beak and, uh the food source is one that they have to burrow into a tree or like be able to get inside of a tree to get the male with the longer beak is going to get uh, more pussy based on that. Yeah. Whereas like that isn't a thing in humanity anymore. Um, Whereas other animals still have to do that by like natural selection. Isn't something that applies to us. If you look at like healthcare as a concept, there are a lot of people who are living that would have just died out and those people have kids. Right? So it's. I'm not necessarily saying that like they don't deserve to live or whatever, but I am saying that from a sole evolutionary standpoint, I think humanity has come to a halt. Think so? Yeah. Like everything that would have propagated evolution, we found a way to circumvent based on a uh, concept of like ethics and the idea that like everyone deserves to live and just human health. You know. It's true. <clears throat> you know. You don't have to be. <clears throat> You don't have to be a big buffoon to get uh, to have kids, right? You don't have to it's true um, be the best in your field. You don't have to be X, Y, or Z, right? Um, which I can't remember if we were going to save this topic for Patreon, but the whole thing about eugenics—no, we weren't. Um, just the concept of eugenics applying to humanity. There was a guy who stated that it works for other animals. Why doesn't it doesn't work for humans? And it's just like, well, the human mindset is. Gotten past a point where you can enact eugenics, um, just like the concept of things being humane and like people having rights to things, uh, whereas that isn't uh, a concept in the animal kingdom as we understand it. Not at all. No. So <clears throat> there's that, and also like when you look at eugenics amongst like dogs, horses, etc. There's still a lot of these animals that are just breeding like willy nilly there's a certain like upper echelon yeah. that is um being bred specifically to serve a purpose you know designer dogs or um what is like you know uh racehorses <clears throat> but then you have some failures like pugs like those things are fucking jokes pugs. they have to have c sections I didn't know that. That's funny. Pugs have to have fucking C-sections because their fucking birth canal isn't actually big enough to push out a kid. Um, Their heads are so short that like their eyeballs can get popped did, out of their head.
1: How did pugs like exist before we were giving pugs C-sections then?
0: Well. I'm sure pugs are like a mix of like a bulldog and something, right? Yeah, probably. I, I have to imagine that. Bulldog, pugs,
1: chihuahua, gotta be. Snap it off. It's what it is. <laughs> I'm not even going to Google it. Bulldog. I don't got to Google it. I just figured it out by thinking about it. <laughs> but that's Bulldog, the chihuahua, don't at me.
0: It's like, here's this designer dog that can't um, continue to exist without human. And, that's really like, funny. I love it. <laughs> human. Um, I am terrible at thinking at words today. Not Integration interference sure we'll go with that and um intervention intervention there we go There yeah uh so like what's the what's, i don't eugenics is just a crash thing anyway it's like it, it'll work for a few generations and it's going to fall off you have to have like that breeding population like y- you can evolve to a certain point but <clears throat> like i said there aren't many traits that are popping up in humanity that would be desirable to breed uh, because there isn't any reason for us to develop like these genetic mutations, you know, or intentionally try and gain them. Like, I know there are people who sometimes have like webbed feet or whatever, um, which like there is a world where that would be a desirable genetic mutation, but... <clears throat> Waterworld,
1: Kevin Gosner.
0: The movie top 10 worst movies of all time continue sure um but like what i'm saying is like there's humanity stopped evolving eugenics isn't going to work because there's partially no fucking reason for us to do it and there aren't enough genetic traits to actually like justify it you're basically just going solely off of like you know cosmetic factors like build stature and then like after that you're looking at um Intellect. Uh yeah. Which, you know, they're to some degree the smartest people don't tend to be also like the six foot five guys. So they're you'd have to like have a divergent uh breeding. Got a lot management. of we got a lot of
1: human beings. You could gather up all the people that are both uh ideal builds and intelligent because they obviously exist plenty.
0: Um I was thinking genius level intellect. Yeah.
1: You get what I'm saying. Um, I think that well, genius is like one in a hundred, so you get plenty of people that are going to qualify for everything. Okay, interesting. Um, That's where the cutoff for uh, geniuses is, is one uh, one in a hundred. Hmm. Neat. Um. That's generally how it's like. Uh, the likelihood is measured for intelligence. Each point's harder. And then it's like by ratios, and the the, the one hundred and forty is the first one that's uh, smaller than one percent of the population.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I I wonder even what humanity could evolve to. <clears throat> but that's the thing is it's, it,
1: it's interesting to think about though. Like, I mean, obviously we're not going to do it. Cause we're not going to just ax off
0: all the population. And don't qualify. There has to be some reason to evolve. That's but like issue. exactly. And that's true.
1: Like, is there, is there a reason we'll say we're dealing with overpopulation, which generally speaking, we're actually reproducing less and less. Um, which is funny. Cause smarter people tend to reproduce less, but mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like reverse, reverse fucking, um,
0: uh, I wonder if humanity is arguably kind de-volving. of the concept of
1: idiocracy, but, um, But, uh, yeah, I've wondered that as well. Um, But if you were to, like... It's interesting to think about if you were to ask, like, everybody that's not actual genius intelligence, what that would, like, do for society. Because I don't know if it would... Because I don't know how much that necessarily uh, would go through with reproduction and everything. I mean, you gotta gotta assume that smart people tend to make smarter offspring as a whole, but...
0: They also don't necessarily want to raise those kids. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's a complex topic of like, first you need to have like the gene pool that you want. Then you have to have people who are going to raise these kids in the environment that actually facilitates like them reaching their potential. And then those kids are going to want to, or you're going to have to have those kids want kids. It's like it's not.
1: And what's the actual purpose?
0: Solely just doing it so humans are arbitrarily getting smarter and buffer or something i don't yeah, know i don't know i really think that it, uh for the most part if humans were to evolve it would have to be like uh as a reaction to like water level increase right or um some sort of ice age or some sort of harsh condition that forces humanity to evolve to uh fit the to deal with their surroundings which isn't Something we've had to do.
1: Yeah. My 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 assumption, like the only reason you would want to axe off like ninety nine percent of the population is if you're dealing with overpopulation and you're choosing this to be the factor on what <clears throat> you choose to keep or whatever.
0: Yeah, I think that's. I don't know if that's like eugenics necessarily. No, I probably didn't. That's more for that, just no. like culling the weak. Mm. That's just like a cleansing of people who don't need. Because the pr- the
1: prime the, the primary reason for doing it has to be like what we're talking about here. So that does kind of like make it disqualify for eugenics.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I know the Nazis like experimented with eugenics a bit. Um, I don't. Well, that obviously didn't go anywhere because,
1: good old USA came and fucking
0: shot that shit down, huh? I'm fucking champions of the world. Fuck yeah, <laughs> Batman. We out here, my nigga. Um. But, I can't even remember what I was saying. Something about Nazis and eugenics just getting fucking dropkicked by freedom. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I can't really follow that up with anything. Fucking
1: comes over, General Patton coming over the hill with all his tanks. Fucking... (laughs) Fucking real American, the fucking intro song for
0: fucking, I'm not going to keep going. Can we just address how Hitler wanted like pasty white kids with blonde hair and blue eyes? It's like, imagine your master race losing to sunburn.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) You're you're
0: crazy. You're crazy. Like, fucking melanin is just evolutionarily great. Just SPF nigga. SPF real nigga. Don't need, don't need, yeah. Yeah. Evolve past fucking suntan lotion. Exactly. Sunblock these nuts. Um, Anyway. (laughs) So Jake Paul uh, posted a tweet about anxiety, which this seems to be like the week of like white dudes posting takes on things that nobody asked them to because there was the ninja uh, thing. Did you see that? Ninja aka slightly more
1: socially acceptable Logan Paul continue
0: Jake Paul he's slightly more acceptable than Jake Paul I think but um fair
1: Jake Paul Logan Paul I forget which one's which
0: uh Logan Doesn't Paul's matter. the one that's like more likable but also more hateable because of the suicide forest thing and Jake Paul uh, is the one that's just isn't actually likable
1: Jake Paul's the one that's like does all the, the most cringeworthy shit it's everyday
0: know? bro You Remember that video? Yes. <laughs> that was Jake Paul. Um Yeah, uh, Ninja's take was uh, That if you like He hates people who say it's just a game bro um, Because I didn't
1: actually hear anything about this
0: His take was basically People say it's just a game bro or fucking weak uh, And pathetic uh, In response to like people getting mad For losing like a match of like Fortnite Or something And the (laughs) underlying idea was like You should have a passion behind whatever you do Uh, Even if it's just a video game, his wording was terrible, and he was basically advocating for people to get angry when they lose, which isn't really a good mindset when you're trying to get into something competitive because you need to be able to learn from your losses. Like, it's fine to be... uh, We've talked about
1: this actually a ton because of magic, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's fine to be, like, disappointed to a degree, but your mindset shouldn't be focused on, I lost, let me throw my controller it's like I lost. How? What did I do that lost me this game? And how can I move forward? Um. The most
1: important um, thing that you need to learn when you're trying to be competitive in something is how to constructively lose, um, because you need. To, if you lose and you don't think about like what caused the loss or what you did wrong, what you could have done better, then you're never going to
0: improve. Exactly, and if I've you known- blame it on circumstance, you're never going to improve. <clears throat> We've, had a, we've known a lot of people who like lose, get mad, but don't really understand why they lose. 100%.
1: And they don't ever listen to reason when you try to. It's
0: a waste yeah. of time. And uh, like people rebuke Ninja's statement because he's mostly feeding into those people. Um, he's a fucking idiot, I guess. It's
1: it's fine. To... It's uh, I think uh, I, I like I like where he's where he's trying to like get at, but at there's the a, same at the same time, there's like the majority of people that are playing games aren't playing games that try to be the best
0: at them. It's as, good as to well. be passionate. It's also one thing that you should understand that like different people express their passion differently. Yeah. And if yours is just like violent outwards anger, then like that isn't necessarily a good thing and you shouldn't try to force that on people. Yeah.
1: It shouldn't be like acceptable to throw your controller at a tournament. Yeah. Like fucking like yeah, people people get mad about this shit, it's okay, like fucking
0: And like Ninja's whole thing is he used to be like a professional Halo player at one point. Uh back when I can't remember, it was like a, there was like an eSports, traveling like eSports league that had like a bunch of first person shooters and stuff on it. Oh, you're
1: talking about MLG yes. when it first came out. Yeah, yep. yeah,
0: that shit was huge. That shit was like the first, like, the first time
1: like uh, video games were put on a stage of that degree. It was cool. It was really cool to yeah. watch.
0: he used to play in that, the Halo portion So that would have been like
1: when Halo 2 was really big when that first started happening. Sure. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I didn't know that he was around for that. I mm-hmm. honestly
0: didn't even know he was that old. Yeah, he's like 30-something, I that's think. That's crazy. He looks young. He looks like mid-20s. He does. He's He looks like a young boy. Oh. Um, that, I'm pretty sure he's nice 30. Fucking... I mean, he just looks like an amazing... He's 28. Slowly. He's 28. Oh. I mean, he could have been a pro Halo player in, in high school. It's fucking... It's, it's seen crazier things. Yeah. Probably was playing in high school. Yeah, he just looks like a skinny white kid, so that's why he looks so young. But, um... Jake Paul's whole thing was basically doing the generic, like, anxiety can only affect you if you let it, which, uh, it's interesting to see people make those takes and then get, like, dunked on. Gonna have to edit that one out. Of course. You get the time down? Yeah. Alright. Anyway, where was I? Um, fuck, what was I talking about? The Oh, so the idea of anxiety only affecting you if you let it is something that's like very much uh, rebuked within western society and how people approach dealing with mental health but it's interesting to look at uh, eastern religions uh specifically buddhism and how it approaches uh the way the human mind reacts to things because there is very much that sort of sentiment reflected i'm not saying jake paul's statement like i agree with it um i get where he was coming from and his communication of such like trying to communicate complex ideas via Twitter is really stupid. A lot of the times, unless you're like really good at it and Jake Paul is not good at it. Yeah. Jake Paul. If
1: you're going to make a statement like that, you got to be very careful about how you phrase it.
0: Right. And, um, I think that more, I think that more people should delve into Buddhism and just how it approaches things like the concept of misery specifically, uh, because I think that Western society is very bad at addressing these things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and Western, like religion, is kind of just like very much a, about like suppressing these things, whereas uh, Eastern is about like addressing problems and going from there.
1: I think. Um, I think this is another example like that can go along with Ninja. Where I, I agree to a certain extent of where he's coming from, but. It's dangerous to make a statement, a blanket statement, like uh, anxiety is what you make it and stuff like that, because you're also not taking very real problems seriously. But a lot of mental health is your mind state and the way that you address things. And there's a lot behind, um, you know, positive neg- and negative energy affecting the way that depression affects you.
0: I think um, one of the. So things- it's
1: important not to like
0: take light of that as well because it's it's very relevant um right and there's been things said about how like social media affects mental health but um constantly being able to like constantly compare yourself to other people and you know if you're i was talking to um brianda from the super trip talk podcast about her dislike of instagram specifically and how um everything seems so shallow and fake And I mentioned that Instagram is just a platform where people can present the best of themselves and like make themselves look way better. Yeah. And uh, most social media actually reflects that too. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter's different, but Um, Twitter. Twitter's got its own problems. So that was actually something that came up how uh, Twitter seems realer. And I pointed out that Twitter is definitely just as fake as Instagram. 100%. But um, communicating things visually is much easier than doing so via like verbal means, because education creates a limiting factor in how good people are with words. Hmm. So, it's easier for, like, an idiot to be completely fake on um, Instagram, because they understand how to use angles, whereas, like, on Twitter, they may get clowned for having very terrible grammar, um, or just, like, not be able to communicate themselves, like, how they actually wish to. Yeah. Um, Or just not having well-developed opinions, because... Yeah, Yeah, people forced to actually talk about things. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Um, and like, I think one of the issues with Western society is that people concern themselves with way too many things, and you kind of have to learn how to like look at something, go like, this either doesn't affect me or. Like, even if something doesn't affect you and you take interest in it, like, understanding this isn't something I can change, so there's no reason to worry about it. Yeah. And we've kind of built up this culture of people hyper-focusing and worrying about things that they can't realistically have an impact on. And that, uh, I imagine is leading to a rise in anxiety and, um, so depression isn't completely chemical, uh, for sure, uh. It's just not completely chemical. There's been studies done on this. And I think there's a lot of people who are depressed who can have a very positive impact on their mental health um, by learning how to reframe things. Uh, It's all about perspective. Not all about
1: perspective, but a a, a great deal of uh, dealing with depression that you're going to have, maybe based on chemicals originally, is your perspective on things.
0: Yeah. There's this concept in Buddhism um, where like... So, like, the general belief is, like, existence is suffering. But there's this idea that uh, happiness, like, one of the things that causes people to be depressed or, like, not happy is actively chasing happiness as a concept. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, if you think about, like, when you're doing something enjoyable with your friends, like, time flies when you're having fun is an old adage, right? Yeah. And kind of what that gets at is when you're focusing in when you're not thinking about concepts that aren't immediate to you, the idea of like not having fun or like being bored or not being happy won't affect you. But once you start thinking about the things you don't have or like overall, like having issues with your life or whatever, that's when uh, these things come into play. And I think more people within Western society should kind of delve into that concept. Um, because it's very easy to, like, feel shit about your life. And then when you reframe things or, like, focus on what you do have or just focus on what's going on in the moment, you can't really feel sad. Because it's just not something your brain is going to process. Because it's not uh, – there's no immediate urgency for you to think about it. If you, like, look at optimism
1: versus pessimism and, like – any like situation you can find yourself in, if you're what fa- the factors that you're focusing on will absolutely affect its effect on you. Oh, for sure. Like if if you have something bad happen to you, but you're able to focus on certain aspects of it or better parts of it, then it'll it won't affect you as much. It'll roll off your back a little better.
0: So. Right, or just like learning when to not put much stock in things, or like yeah. like I like Twitter, or learning
1: but- like learning not to. Uh, let things that you don't have power on affect you as much as other things, which is a v- way easier said than done. But For sure.
0: Like it's it's definitely it's an important m- thing to much develop. easier to like discuss these concepts as something that uh you can just do, but obviously these are things that people struggle with uh If it, if it was commonly. that
1: simple, we would have gotten
0: past it by now. It's of course. Very of complicated, course. very but difficult to deal with. I also think that society is doing a very good job of um not really letting people learn how to cope with their problems no. without like attributing to external factors and kind of taking the impetus that may be the word I'm looking for off of themselves to learn how to cope with things and putting them on external means. Um but yeah anywho we have a Patreon episode to record. We do. We do. Let's get out of here. We will see you all next week. Stay cozy. Stay cozy.